She's definitely not gonna go back to that job because if you made a hundred K in three fucking days, what is up, guys? Welcome back. This is All Ends of the Spectrum, the podcast, episode 10. Your host here, 3 a.m. Alexander, back with another fire podcast for you guys. Last week, we went crazy in downloads. First ever episode, solo by the way, did a thousand downloads. Really appreciate all my anchor supporters out there. Love you guys, Spectrum Gang, for continuously supporting the pod. Stickers coming soon, merch dropping. With that being said, special guest this week. I got a special guest for episode 10. I decided I wanted to do this around episode 8. I spoke with this guy. I was like, yo, I want to have you on for number 10. It'll be like monumental. It'll be a big deal. My boy, Blake Minto. Welcome to All Into the Spectrum, Thank bro. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the platform, man. Yes, I'm, yes, uh, yes. super proud of you as well. Congrats on the 1,000 downloads last episode. Yeah, bro. I really appreciate that. You were actually one of my listeners. Yes, I was. Me and Shorty, you know, it's, we, we in the crib. We, we love podcasts, so caught a, caught a bit of the episode last week. And, uh, dude, it's... it's it's crazy to see what podcasting has come to. I feel like we had this conversation. Yeah, we did at your spot, at, actually. At the like spot, previously. and we're like, yo, you know, a few years ago, I never thought I'd be like, you know, because people were talking about like audiobooks. I remember when that was popping and like, you know, podcasting. So I was like, eh, am I going to like it? Yeah. And then I listened to Joe Budden, you, some other people, and I'm like, all right. This is something I got to make a weekly thing. You know, it feels like you're kicking it with your friends. Exactly. You know? I'm going to be honest. One of the podcasts that I first found out about was... Uh, like Tack Stone, mm, him, yeah, actually, him doing something like, uh, like in New York City with like bodegas and like yeah, corner yeah, stores yeah. and shit. I found out about him through, through podcasting. He was the first podcast I ever listened to, and then I fell into like Charlemagne the God and like The Breakfast Club, and right. the list goes on now. Now I'm on to like guys like Medium Rare, yeah, fucking, uh, and listening to like. You know, cute little girls like Alex Cooper call her daddy. And yeah, shit. call her daddy. Yo, recipes them. I don't even know what they doing, but mm. they got shorty got the bag and just yeah, yeah, yeah. she just fucking, started acting up. Yeah, she's like, yo, I'm splitting up with Sophia. Yeah. I'm not going back. Yeah, totally respect that. So, bro, tell uh, <laughs> tell tell everybody about yourself a little bit. Where you from? Where you grew up? Like, yeah. So, about- um, you know, my name is Blake. Uh, originally from New York, Long Island. Lived there till I was like 13. You know, moved out to South Florida, New York City. Yes, sir. So, no, not New York City, Long Island, which is like suburban. But crazy. I used to a lot of people like y'all from the city. Preppy know? boys, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I used to a lot of people like oh, y'all from the city. Come holla at me. Where, where, where? But you gotta take the train like forty five minutes out. But uh, yeah, man, moved, moved, uh, moved to Florida. You know, uh, kicking and screaming though. I didn't want to move out here to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, just something about Florida. Like being from New York, like you think Florida, it's like all old people. You know what I mean? That's the demographic. It's like a retirement state. So yeah, I would say like when I first moved to Florida, which was around like 2006, and I was living in Orlando at the time, my mom had just moved from New York City and got got like a big property in Orlando and like Davenport. So I ended up living out in Orlando with my brother and we had like a big ass crib and orange groves in the back of our house where we, we used to run crazy, bro. Like, yeah. dirt bikes, ATVs, get in trouble all the time. But I was young, like, in middle school and shit. Or, like, like, fifth grade. Yeah. When I got down here, I got in dumb trouble. Like, because, like, I'm from, you know, I went to, like, a Catholic school when I was growing up. And then 
moved down here and it's like big ass like public high school yeah and middle school you know girls having sex people smoking weed i'm like this shit is different like i didn't know what to do and i think i and even like up until high school i think i overcompensated a lot i feel like i tried to like you know fit in okay i did the fit in thing and like you know I mean, all of us, bro, everybody could share that. Like, yeah, me right. too. Like, I, I was a, in, like, a more popular crowd of, like, biker boys and, like, BMX yeah. kids and, like, skating and shit. Boys, like, you remember, like, jerking? You nah, remember around that time? when like jeans. Yeah, yeah. All right, like, so the, listen like, to the this. SBs, like, the purple pants. So like, listen to this. I was in a jerk squad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, in, <laughs> I was in, like, a jerk team. Like, exactly. Like, battles after school. Fuck this. So, let me, let me tell you. So, I was in, like... Seventh grade, right? <laughs> Jerking had just started popping off, like Power Rangers and fucking Cali, the fucking Cold Marvel Flames. Inc. Cold Flames. They were the the people new that boys. made songs and new shit. Boys, the new yeah. boys were like more of like the mainstream, not jerkers, yeah. but like clout fucking demons. Yeah. So this shit is so crazy to talk about right now. Jerking popped off. Dude, I was in middle school, way, bro. bro. I got my first like set of popularity off of that because I was like tall, like. Yeah. Skinny, wearing skinny jeans with bands Facts. and shit. I Facts. was lit and plaid cut off sleeveless jeans. And that was right around the time that song uh, got my vans on, but they looked like, like it was like all it was like that time was I like a weird that. combustion of like like that like LA longboarding, long beach sort Facts. of like mixed with like some like hood niggas type shit. Literally. And it worked. Because dudes were getting weird piercings, like it was like it was a good movement. It was I, like, I like that. I like that. Emo time. emo gangsters. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, in a yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, like people yeah, yeah. people still would talking go, that shit though. Still talking that shit. People would go to Hot Topic and spend the whole check what? at Hot Topic. Hot Topic two weeks ago, bro. Yeah, I mean like Hot Topic. <laughs> I went to Hot Topic like two weeks ago. Fucking vintage shirt. I, I, they sent me emails, you know, I looked at it. I was like, you know what? I gotta I went there the other day. Yo, but shout out to Hot Topic though. For real, for real. Hot Shut Topic up. is legendary for having like the skinny what? jeans with like the, the belts and shit. I used to go crazy. Crazy and hot topic and packs yes. like the so, studded. I never hopped on the studded belt one though. I wish I did. I wish I did. I wish like because there were kids who had the studded belt and it was like, you know, I, I don't know. It's like one of the things I wish I had. I wish I did. Fire. All right, let's dive into a little bit of bit, bit of media. We talked about this off camera, but let's talk about oh, Selena yeah. Powell. Selena and her homegirl that just went viral about Crazy her bad, comment bro. on like. Blowing the Phoenix Sun seven cocks in a row. <laughs> yo, this shorty is like the definition. Yeah, I that yeah. blowing seven cocks. Yeah, yeah. She crazy, said bro. it. She's the definition of clout chasing. Like, if you go on an interview and all you do is talk about like slutty and sexual things I'm you be do. With you. And you're not listen. Listen. We're, we're here to talk. We're here to talk. We're here to talk. We talking. Are we here to talk? But yo, talking? listen to this. So all this right. girl literally gets interviewed do through Selena Powell. Selena Powell's there, she's popping, whatever. She, she didn't want to introduce her, remember? She really she's like, oh it's my friend, don't say nothing. Exactly. So I was she, like, ouch, who is You know what's name? so funny? Like the girls in that scene that are like popping, but I'm gonna tell you this in a second, something about me and Selena Powell. We got a beef right now going going on Twitter. It's crazy. But oh, yeah, these yeah. girls are like so anti putting each other on to the point where like she didn't want to give her a platform, but then Adam was just curious. Yeah. Like, yo, I want to see who else what else she got? Like, what does this girl have? So this girl gets on the platform and just goes off on stories about Trey songs, yeah. about all these rappers are yeah. gay, and like all this crazy stuff. To be honest, yeah. she got more popular after that interview. And then let's keep everything in perspective. I told my girl this, like we were watching it, like, you know, we're smoking, we're just like vibing, and we're like, what the fuck is this shit, right? Mm-hmm. But the whole time, I'm with my girl, I'm, I'm telling her, I'm like, 
Yo, the only reason she didn't want her to be in this video is because she knew she'd get more popping than she would. That is so true. There's something about that girl which I believed. I don't believe Selena Powell a lot. But I believe that girl. I mean, that girl didn't hide anything. She's like, yo, I don't really want clout off this. I just kind of do this whatever. When I'm, you know, sipping sip Henny or whatever yo, like, with my with my LA girls. Yo, she we DM celebrities like, yo, let me come eat that ass. I'm like, yo. I'm like, I believe her, though. Right. I know girls like that. I know girls like, like her. Like, pure clout. Pure clout. Just, like, looking for an answer. And I feel like... And she gets it all the but time. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I feel like guys like girls like that. Like if if you're we've been in the industry for a long time, we've been around artists, we've been around people of certain whatever quote unquote social media status. Like when guys that get it easy get DMs like that, it's it's hard not to react. Right. You know what I mean? If you're been drinking with your friends, even at the club, right. and you get a DM that's like, "Yo, let me slide." Right. I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I've never been in that position, so I, I wouldn't know. But it's like. I don't know how I react. And a lot of guys don't know until you're put in that position. Exactly. So let's say this. Like, this girl has, like, a vulture mentality. Like, she right. knows what she wants. She knows what she's out to get. And that is all she wants is whatever she wants out of that particular person, whether it be right. clout, the dick. But I don't think it's clout, though. Because, listen, she had, like... Man, I watched a video that she had like 20k followers before that shit. And it was just because she now she's at like 60, 69, yeah. so going on 70. But she listen got, to she this. Half a mil by the end of the week when this video. Okay, so I watched her story also too, and ever since then her OnlyFans has been booming, bro. Yeah. Like not that I'm hating, but like she doesn't even do anything. Like she did talk about her professional job, which yeah. was like a PA or something, like yeah. a physical assistant of, of some sort. But my point about her is she's not doing justice for, like, the smart, honest girls and, like, dope girls with personality yeah, that don't so want to clout trust. Let me, let me explain something to you. She's let fucking me, up the mystique. Let me explain mystique. something to you. And, I, listen, if we're here to talk today, whatever, I mean, I'm not going to... Don't cancel me or whatever. No, no, no. You know, we don't believe Cardi B also drugged men when she was in the strip club. Do you believe that, though? That was... I 100% rumor. believe it. I know guys that have been drugged by strippers in the strip oh. club. I've... I've, I've that is that is that's the culture. You so know what I'm I would agree with you on that because I'll I'll share from experience. There was one time where I was partying at a foreign club. I'm not gonna name clubs, but I was partying at a Please club. Don't cut the check though, if you're listening. Very true. I was partying <laughs> at a club. I met a girl that worked bottle service there. This is like before my time with Nat, but mm -hmm. I'm partying there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait before. Nat. We literally meet on just like me getting a drink from her. She comes back, serves me my drink. I don't feel the same after drinking this drink. Do you understand? So I may, yes, I may I have been feeling. under like some substance. I know to, that feeling. You know, but I couldn't say, "Hey, this girl put something in my drink." I just know she served me the drink, and yeah. now I don't feel the same. You know, and it's it's a weird it's a weird society we live in right now where it's like there are girls that and like even keep it in mind, girls that said they would never do OnlyFans, do things like that. I tell my girl all the time, like that's 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 changing. It's girls like Selena Powell that are pushing that narrative of like making sexuality and maybe provocative behavior, you know, acceptable. Like, look at that girl. She's like, yo, I got a CPA job. I, yada, yada, yada. I work at this firm. Right, right. She has to go back to work. Imagine being her coworker, sitting across from work, and be like, yo, I just saw, I just heard you say you suck seven glizzies to the face in one night. <laughs> like, 
how could I even work without like getting firm under my desk? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how could I even? Well, how could I do my job correctly so, knowing this girl does this after we get out of work? So that builds up the mystique of her personality <laughs> she rubbing off. Fired. If you heard, you I heard mean, it here first, she get fired. She's definitely not gonna go back to that job because nah, if you made a hundred k in three fucking days. <laughs> What's a regular nine to five to job? Listen, it's I just slowing my, her down. I told my girl, listen, if listen, I know, you know, we have a we have a healthy relationship or whatever, and I love you. If this shit ends, I'm starting OnlyFans the second this shit ends. You know what I'm saying? You're not lying. You no, I'm it? not lying. I'm not. And you know what's funny too? You know what's funny? OnlyFans is not even known for like they what they originally started for was for creators for content for their loyal customer base right like for chefs to put different types of like recipes mm-hmm. for workout people to do different types of ab workouts yeah. core workouts that they can't normally get in the gym Very especially true. during covid and then like like anything else you know the hose popped it off and well, like that's true like that's any true. app hose pop it off it's true you got a really good point but there is still that niche for the loyal creators that do have that strong following and that core fan base that really support them and make them stand out. Yeah. So I wouldn't say OnlyFans is fucked up because No, I don't think Alright, so. wait, wait, I'm getting I'm getting carded up guard. You really would create an OnlyFans? Like I'm just curious. Yeah, yo, I mean, like but like what would you yeah, post yeah, on there? I'm not opposed. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. I mean yo. I just think alright, all jokes aside, I mean OnlyFans is like I know a lot of girls personally in my life that I know from like high school and that I have a friendship with today that have OnlyFans and they don't put sexual content on them. Mm-hmm. This one girl, she puts a lot of like yoga, like different stretching techniques, and like, you know, I look at that and then it's like, okay. Especially during times like this, you know, getting a job is tough and like everyone's looking for another, you know, stream of income. What do you do? If I'm a girl and if, you know, I know my, you know, look at Instagram. I know, look at Instagram. What if you pay to look at a certain girl that you love Instagram photos? Alright, so on that topic... Does that make any sense? That's true. On that topic, let's dive into a recent podcast that I want to share really quickly. It's called Wine and Weed and Stilo Brim and another podcast friend of his named Chris and another guy. They do a podcast. They just had Yes Jules on over the weekend and Yes Jules went on there and was fucking preaching OnlyFans. Like, oh, I saw that. Like I saw she that. is such it was on a her live. It was on her live. Right? She yes, Jules too, by the way. Yeah, she's dope as fuck. But she was going so hard about OnlyFans and how it is diverse, like you were saying, and it is about the creator and not just about making other multimillionaires and billionaires richer just because we use their platform. It's yeah. about, you know, giving back and paying homage back to yeah. the content creator, which is us in a sense. So well, yes, Jules is an advocate. Fucking yeah, and lover. I mean, listen, and the man, the male version of OnlyFans, OnlyMans, no, is Twitch, right? Like oh. I'm on Twitch. Like I just start streaming. I play a little Warzone. You know what I'm saying? Um, and guys are literally getting tipped by people for playing well. That's for so playing. Cool. I watch this guy Nick Merks. If you're familiar with. You know, Call of Duty, he's having a good game. This kid shoots him, like, 200 bucks. Like, yo, you killed it in that tournament. You killed it that game. Keep striving, King. Like, That's insane. This, kid, this guy has 60,000 subscribers. It's between 5 to $20 <laughs> to subscribe to him. <coughs> and people have been subscribing for years. This guy's a millionaire. Off of playing Call of Duty. 
And like I looked at that one day and I was just I was amazed. He's doing something he loves that you can't forget oh, that. God. He's doing something and he's he like loves. my age too. He's and, like a kid. He's like so think about this. There has to be something about him which makes people want to tip him. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because what separates him from you? You can be well, in his same shoes. He's him. not the typical, quote-unquote, society's version of, like, a nerdy video gamer. So what, I, he, like, works out. He's, like, a bro. Ah, he's so like he's got he's, a lot more agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he has more to him that would not necessarily be what you think of kid who plays video games a lot. Very like. true. So that's yeah. respectable. Video games are just his hobby, and he made it monetize. He's been able, yeah. he's been able to monetize yeah. it. That's a big deal. So I'm actually into the same thing right now. So the podcast is another stream of income for me. It's not doing like terrific right now. Like I just said, we're only we're averaging like, a couple thousand downloads. It's a and really big deal. That's light. a really big deal just to start something. Weeks later, it's already showing like improvement. Right. right. Creating new cover arts is a big deal. Yep. And I'm actually like suggesting I create something for us. Like, you know, after this week, yeah, I we'll create a cover. Also. I'm going to create it either way, and it's I'm going to post it when I post episode 10. It's going to be just like some fire shit. So yeah. as I grow, I want to do more shit like that. Yeah. Put people on into a different kind of style of conversation. Like you know, we just talked about media for a little bit. Yeah. Is there any music you've been listening to out there you want to like Music, on? music, music, man. Excuse me. Um, What's the artist you said you? Uh, oh, um, Aaron Ray. Yeah, Aaron yeah, Ray. Yeah. Aaron, so, listen. During during COVID, I mean, and this has been like this for a long time. Probably since I came back from LA. Like I've just been on R and B, R and B. Just you know, a little bit of that like sort of, uh, you know, uh, new wave like just chill pop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, In general. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's pretty much what I've been listening to. Um, on our playlist, it's a, it's full of that. It's Cash Page, it's Summer Walker. You know what I mean? It's uh, Georgia Smith. It's Sheesh. it's Snow Allegra. All know? beautiful people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love Snow. Elegant, Allegra. elegant, elegant. So we do get the segment sleepers. So you want to throw on your boy for the sleeper segment? We just yeah, jam yeah, out yeah, to him. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's my guy. I actually met this kid once out in L.A. So introduce the song one more. Oh, tell the story about the party that yeah, yeah, yeah. This, song. Is a, this is a party. I was, at, I was in L.A. I used to live in L.A. for a little bit when I worked out there. And, um, you know, L.A., it's just it's a it's a club scene and then, you know, it's a party scene because clubs close after two. And I was literally walking out of the club and, like, kind of didn't have a move to go to and, like, I'm naturally, like, a very, like, outgoing person. I'll walk up to random people and say what's good. I love that and, about uh, you. Yeah, no, I know. A lot of people don't like it, but it's, like, you know, we're out, we're partying, we're having a good time. Like, I'll walk up to people and say what's good. Like, that's what I do. And um, I didn't know who he was. And he was, like, around a bunch of girls. I actually thought he was a promoter. <laughs> so I made, like, a funny joke. I'm, like, yo, uh, yo, you work here. And he's like, nah, fam, I made music. Like, just like, like, Matt, <laughs> like, like, like Matt Smooth. And I was like, all right, man, fuck me. Like, I'm going to go over here. Like, <laughs> like my bad, dude. Like, like yeah, I didn't mean I didn't mean to call you, like, you know what I mean? Like, a nigga work here. But like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, nah, man, check out my music. And, like, I never checked it out until, like, a year later. And I'm like, this is the guy that took me to the after party after the club. Like, whatever. You know, you meet people in LA one night. They're your best friend. You never talk to them again. Like, that's how it goes. That's true. You know? So I never talked to him again. And then I saw him in this video. And, bro, this shit is like... This video itself made the song for me. Like, this is like such like such a great vibe. Such a typical day in LA. Typical Saturday. 
you know? Pure vibes. So yeah, it's pure vibes. Introduce the song and we're going to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my boy. Uh, my boy. Look how quickly I go to ah, my boy. LA has it. has no clue who I am. <laughs> LA has it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. This is uh, Aaron Ray, Reckless. Thank you for uh, bringing to that party that one night. <laughs>
Microscope Records. He has like one album out since 2018, so he's like one of those like artist artists that like, you know, takes their time with their projects. True. You're not gonna like, you know, not gonna get like bombarded with mixtapes. He's got one project. So we want to give him that PND. Enigma. Yeah, like that trap soul kind yeah. of. Yeah. You know, obviously. That B and T, that Bryson Till Enigma. We want to play him. I mean, him who, by the way, who by the way, is, could could really get the take the game over right now since somebody's kind of out of here right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> we won't yeah. talk about it. Yeah, I know. We gotta get on the him. <laughs> but uh, let's let's actually let's go on that. What's going on with Tory, bro? What's actually going on Sorry. with you? <laughs> Yeah, six. Um, yo, his streams are actually up crazy. He's at yeah, like, right. You like, better hold on to those streams. They gonna get another one for me. Yeah. <laughs> tell you that right now. Yo, Megan, we love you, Megan. Yo, shout out to Megan Stallion. Yeah, he, facts. The big stallion. Women. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, Tori. I want. I want. I want to keep a buck. I've been to. I feel like I'm snitching on this podcast. I. I but wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> let's just, let's just drop, let's just talk about let's unpack it. So Megan Thee Stallion is accusing. Let me unpack it. Well, if someone hasn't heard what happened, Megan Thee Stallion got clapped by a dude. Okay? Well, you can't shoot. Allegedly, let's not let's not confirm anything yet because we don't okay. know. But we know for a fact that she has came out publicly stating she, she got said. shot by Tory Lanez in her feet. Right. And that was a big headlines two and a half weeks ago. I'm actually surprised that WAP came out and nothing was like talked about. Well, that. let's. I think my my personal feeling on WAP and all that is like WAP was already made maybe like I'd say even last year. Hmm? I think WAP is like a year old. The reason why I say WAP is a year old is because Cardi had like label not label issues, but it came out that she was having like label disagreements with her management. With Atlantic, certain, yes. Certain, yeah, certain, I, I like, think I heard about Certain that. like rumblings of like money was owed from like her first Grammy Pat- award winning project. Yes, past So albums. I think that she had WAP in the tuck and was ready to let it go because don't forget, Meg has been on for like a year plus now. Right, she got Beyonce on Savage yeah, yeah, yeah. remix. Like, Meg star. is like not new. Like we were on Meg for like two years so it's like, I feel like she would have capitalized when Meg was like really popping which was like that when that first song came out i'm not saying she's not as popping i'm saying when she I mean, first got on the scene after this controversy she's elevated her celebrity for sure she's not well yeah meg the stallion is a-list but what i'm saying is now you get in a space where it's like okay i'm a new girl and like let's keep it a buck like meg is like is like the homies girl like for instance like she's kind of like the cool girl at the party like she's not the girl at the party that's gonna like sit there on her phone like take selfies, like, go to the bathroom and do but, weird shit with her friends. Like, she's, like, kind of, like, she's pouring drinks with her homies. I could tell. She was tongue-kissing my man G-Eazy, like, a couple months ago. Niggas forgot about that. In the that. club. I seen that. Right? I ain't forgot now, about that. Anything, like, tongue was, like, He was I mean? licking her face off her makeup off. tongue type shit. I heard in the caption, she it was, like... She posted on her grave. Hey, hey, hey. She's, I'm, like... I'm moving on to white boys now or some shit. She's, like, lick, <laughs> the, lick this Fenty all off. Yeah, like, man. she had that, that Rihanna like, on, that Fenty. My son's, my son's G-Eazy different, though. My son's Jeezy's different. Nah, Jeezy's a fucking Jeezy's pop star. Jeezy's, he's, he's out of here. So let's go back on that. So th- right now, Tory so, Lanez no, wait, is but, under fire right no, now. But, but apart from Tory Lanez, Meg is like the kind of girl that also, not only is she the coolest girl at the party, but she'll definitely get maybe even taken advantage of by some niggas. Like, so for instance, she, she puts herself out there. I could say, I could agree with you. I could, she'll get I taken advantage you. of by people. I could tell like, yeah. what kind of girl that is. She, so Tori, who's like got this quarantine radio type shit. Like, by the way, they have no prior history to that quarantine like radio. Like short man syndrome also. Don't forget that. 
but yeah, but <laughs> no, you're right, you're right, you're right. And I just think that Tori's kind of one of these guys that's just like, you know, I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but like I, I read into people, right? Yeah. I feel like Tori, his whole life, you beef with Drake up until like 2019. Until Drake put him on, Drake was always sending no, him little watched, shots. Listen, I watched these old these old videos on YouTube. You can find them today if you search them. I've seen a lot of it's old like, Tori. It's like Tori, like in the hood of Toronto, like. Like, yo, man's, like, white Drake not fuck with me, like... No, we gotta give him a little credit. He was, like, Sean Kingston's backup man for a while. Okay, and then we saw the video of him, like, trying to throw hands with Travis. I mean, no, he was confronting Travis just on beat. And Travis is like, yo... My, our management can handle this conversation. He's like, nah, nigga, you trying to throw hands now or no? But and like, I'm like, yo, what? This is like a business convo. This is not like... You got like, to give like, Travis some slack. That Travis didn't know it was being filmed. Tori knew he was going to film That's even worse. That. If I'm Travis... And Travis had a natural reaction like, yo, we're stars. We shouldn't be acting like this. Let our management talk it out. You I know. know. I've been seeing... I've been, And then, of course... You know, I'm listen. I'm snitch on this podcast. I'm I'm a I'm a civilian, so I don't give a fuck. I mean, you're officially Spectrum Gangster. Say what you want. We don't hold back. I'm a civilian, so I will snitch. I'll snitch on all of you guys. Talk your um, shit. Talk that. So so Tori lives in um. I'm not gonna divulge like his exact village. Icon man. man. <laughs> Icon Brinko man. Yeah yeah. Tori lives down here. You know what he, I mean? Didn't he he beat up Selena Powell stop, outside? Stop 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 stop. Tori live out here, right? He live out here, and um. You know, we, you know, it's a small, Miami is, is, is small. We all have mutual, how I say. Uh, connections. Yes, connections. Various beautiful connections. Absolutely. And, um, you know, and potentially one of these connections may say, you know, divulge some information, uh, you know, potentially of some prior dealings with such individuals. <laughs> yeah, you like I put that right. I like that. I like Man, that. Bitch just snitch, nah. Right, they they, they drop in the Yo, bag. Listen, I, I was gonna go to one of his parties. So Tori throws parties right after the club, and like we be at the club. So like, you know, I know some girls that are like, you know, and I'm like not one of like the guys. So like, I try to like sneak into the parties. You know? <laughs> Loki. Yeah, like I'm like yo, I'm with her. Yo, I belong her. here. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with her. Like I do her I'm makeup and shit. You know what I mean. I'm going to try to be the funny guy that I am, maybe flip the joke a little bit, get the get the attention off me. I'm speaking from the psyche of a person who goes to parties a lot. Like, right, you're I've been social. to parties forever. Every, you're a social guy. I know how to be social. Like, if I'm getting, if I'm, if some girl's like, aha, Blake's been in my DMs too, like, at a party, and everyone's laughing, it'd be like, yeah, I was in your DMs, you're fucking gorgeous, fuck you. Like, who I would, wouldn't like, be, I, like, look I would around. Literally, I would find ways to flip the joke. And make I mean? it good. And then, what did Tori do? Just like his strap out. Like, I mean, we handle situations differently, and I feel like at the end of the day, certain people aren't built for <laughs> certain people aren't built for Hollywood. All right, so we're gonna let that topic rest. We love Megan. Uh, R.I.P. Tori Lanez's career. Let's dive on to bingeables. Bingeables is where we talk about podcasts, uh, certain movies, or something that, like a documentary, you want to talk about. You want to put people on. Okay. Lately, I have been watching. Teenage Bounty Hunter. Okay. Teenage Bounty Hunter is Ooh, a Netflix it. comedy drama. I saw that. 7.6 IMDb, 88 Rotten Tomatoes. Super dope. Nice. So the leading girls, Sterling and April, they're like two girls that randomly came across a bounty hunter and the time when he was getting ready to make an arrest, they like had got into a car accident with this guy. So they... Did this whole lie and ended up taking a part of the money and love that they can make money for catching crooks. 
you know, they, they were in high school. They're in high school, these young girls. And they're in Catholic school. So it's like a nake, um, the Catholic school that they go to is like none of the kids have had sex yet. These, the, oh, leading girl, wow. the leading girl is like having sex. So she's getting nasty. She's getting nasty by one of the guys in her like drama class. So, I like that. So like yeah, it's fire as fuck. So a moment happens where like her and her dude are having sex in like the janitor's closet, the classroom. Ooh. They're doing it in all kinds of areas. Shit. And they drop a condom like wrapper <laughs> behind. We've all been there. And then a girl that is like her fucking little fan, obviously, but just hates her so much and wants to be like class president or student body president or whatever I think it is she's like I want you to resign from the position so that I can be in that position like she just hates her so much so she's like blackmailing her about the fucking the condom for like weeks so then she finally owns up to that she's having sex but didn't let the teacher know because like she was in the class she's like hey ma'am do you mind stepping out for a second this is like teenage related the, 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 the teacher steps out and she confesses to the class and they think it's a joke because yeah. she's so popular. It was, like, super dope. Her and her, like, sister, they, like, have this moment where they get intuitive and, like, do this, like, almost, like, third person and talk to each other. Okay. And then, like, freeze frame. Like, everything behind them isn't That's happening That's anymore. Hard. It's a fire show. It's That's hard. hard. It's called The Teenage Bounty Hunter. I'll check it out. I'll check it and out. And it's on Netflix. Damn, dog. Thank you. So, i actually been watching that for about a week now. It's fire. Nice. It's super, super dope. That sounds hard. Me and my girl are looking for something to watch, too, so, like... I've been literally asking her, like, yo, please, like, I always pick something, like, and we know how that is with girlfriends, like, you pick something, they'll, they'll tough it out and watch it with you, even though, like, she don't want to watch it. Like, I watched Jeffrey Epstein in one night, and oh, but the whole my time my girl's like, turn this off, turn this off, turn this off, I don't want to see this, I don't want to see this. I'm like, no, let me see what he really did, though. Like, like what? No, I did not watch Jeffrey Epstein, I'm sorry. Oh, but, my God. Side note. It's fucking you hardest have, shit. Do you, do you have anything you want to talk about, like, vengeable No, I don't want to talk about that, nigga. I don't want to get killed by the I CIA. know you don't want to talk about him, No, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, anything else. Yeah, no, Jeffrey Epstein, I don't want to talk about it, because I feel like the CIA is listening to us at all times. Yeah, they're on Twitter already. Listen, that you know, so I don't want to divulge anything. So if you've seen it, you've seen it. But what I'm watching right now, yes. So latest movie I watched. Shout out to Shia LaBeouf. Um, he's not the same Shia LaBeouf from Holes. If you remember that back in the day, I love Shia LaBeouf. He's like super. He's super in this conscious. movie called. He's in the movie called The Tax Collector. And I feel like if you're a Shia LaBeouf fan, you're always on the fence because like he's been he's been spectacular in certain films where it's like great character development. I believe him. Like, remember Honey? Yes. On Netflix? Like, oh Honey's great. Like, I feel like I'm there. You know what I mean? And then he's, like, really, you know, bad in some movies. Um, I can't think of the one he's bad in right now, but I remember it was just so bad. So, like, it, it's like <laughs> I can't remember what the fuck it is, but it was just like, I just like, dude, why are you in this? You know I'll be honest, Shia LaBeouf has certain roles that he's better at, you know, like, throughout but his here's career. Here's my thing. So, listen, here's my thing. So, in this movie... He plays a fucking cartel Sicario hitman. He plays wow. a Sicario hitman. And like the hardest nigga ever. Like if you look at him the wrong way in the grocery store, like he'll snatch you up, take a kid, like cut up your dog, throw it out. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's like one of those guys, like don't fuck with him. He's a reservoir so, dog. No, he's not a re- he, Bro, he's worse. He's a Sicario. Sicario guys are guys that kill for cartel guys. Wow. They're like the hardest guys on earth. I don't care how hard your favorite rapper is. What was your if favorite you, part of that whole movie? I don't know. And like one part he's like, hey, bro, like, if you if you even look at my wife again, bro, like, 
Like, and, but like, talking to a female. So you're into that? Like, that, no, like, bro. I like that kind of movie. And ah. I gave it a chance. And he sold me because it's like, I believed him. Between, like, the makeup, the costumes, the styling, I believed him. This guy looks like a skin. He, this is his one of his crazier roles ever. Okay. Highly suggest watching. It's called The Tax Collector, featuring Shia LaBeouf. Get it on all your DSPs. Alright, so, with that being said, let's now dive into my sleeper for this week. My sleeper for this week is a older song from 2011 oh, by an artist by the name of Skinny. This is called Ride, and it, like, has such, like, nostalgic feels. Like, he does this, like, Michael Jackson, like, okay. kind of melodies. It's like a slow R&B vibe. And it's super chill. It came oh, out in like 2011. It's by a guy named Skinny. It's called Ride. And we'll be right back. Cool. <laughs> But them, but them rides in my dad would know that the mall of fire would know right till I die. My motherfuckers on the mind, in my life, in my life. Who shot you? No, no, who shot you? No, down, down. Why are you stressing, baby? I'm making feeling, baby. I'm a smooth criminal.
not a 2011 song. I fooled Blake behind the scenes. He really did. He, he thought really it was, he was like, yeah, it's really 2011 vibes, but it turns out that it's not 2011. I just gassed it just to see where he would take it. You fucked me up on that one. And, all right, let's move on to another topic. Let's talk about ourselves. Let's talk about how we met, bro. You know? Oh, no. A few years ago, Archive Vibes. Talk about the archives a little bit. Los Solas, downtown Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, man. I mean, funny enough, when we rekindled, I was walking on Las Olas. It's like, God damn, like, it that, was only right that we rekindled on that block. Backstory, we rekindled when I was working at Tuscan Prime. That's where me and Nat worked at, and I was actually... Great establishment. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, know what's yeah. funny? That we Love talked that. about this, like, two episodes back. This place went out of business literally weeks before... Oh, they're corona. out of business? No, been, they've been out of business. Oh. But they went out of business weeks before coronavirus kicked off. I mean, yeah, I would too if I knew some shit was going to shut down. But how do bro. you know? Like, you know what I mean? What's well, the- I'll tell you right now, like, if we had archives right now, sheesh, we would have been closed. Like, like we had so all right, but so I'll how would you it. know, like, there is something coming, let's close. Oh, you mean, okay, I thought you meant, like, at the beginning. They completely closed oh, down, okay, like, facts, before facts. COVID even kicked off, two, no, three right, weeks right, before. You're right, you're right. And they were in the clear. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's, it's a crazy coincidence, almost like conspiracy, but we met, bro, Las Solas, what, yeah, 2000, you met, we met at the 2016? Old store. It's crazy. There's more videos online of our old store than our new one, but, um, yeah, bro, we met at an event. We, so basically, long story short, or long story less long, it's not really short. Keep it long, like, make it extra long. Yeah, man, so I'm in college, you know, sophomore year. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean. I'm like, fuck is going on, bro? Like, I don't want to be here. The girls here, like, fucking hate me. <laughs> like, you, I went to a small school. So if you've been to enough parties, you've been enough, like, you've been social. Maybe you've dated a handful. It's really tough for you to get back out there to be single and be, like, thriving. You think so? Because we're, it's like high school all over again. And but that's, what about, what about, all small colleges are like that. What like, about social media? Doesn't that social media help? Yeah, I mean, Instagram was just popping. Like, so I graduated high school in 2011. So we go right into fall. I mean, I think IG's out for, like, a year by then. So it's not like what IG is. I'm still posting my lunch and shit. Like, yeah, I mean, you're yeah, flexing, I mean, like... I'm posting, like, I'm posting, like... Like food of the day, like, like pizzas and shit. Yeah, yeah, yo, the pizza here fire. Pizzas like, and burgers. I'm like. posting, yeah, but it's crazy. I was early because I was posting my SBs. I was posting my Jordans. I was posting little outfits of the day. You were drip like, checking. Remember, 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 like those photos from like the neck down. Always. Like outfit of the day. He's like, yo, look at my yeah. collar tee. Been doing that. We've look been at my that. polo. Look at my babe. Facts. Look at my fucking like. Like hundreds, like crew neck. That was when that was going off. Hundreds, like yeah, diamond supply, whatever. diamonds. So like, oh, whatever. So then, fast forward to like Thanksgiving of my sophomore year. I'm having Thanksgiving dinner with my family. Mm-hmm. Everyone's lit. I forgot what there was a sneaker release that was this weekend. I think it was like the Concords, I believe. Oh, I love. Or like, or or excuse me, um, the Black Friday fours. Yay. It was like Black Friday. It was like something crazy. The world was shutting down. Everyone had to go. Heavy camp out culture. And my mom's like, you're, you know, my parents are Jamaican, so like, whenever I come home, they can't wait to get their parents shit off. Like, what like, you been? Like, yo, where you been? Like, you're not leaving the house. Like, I'm you saying, do your homework. <laughs> like, 
like, Mom, I'm in college. Like, why are you asking me if I've done my homework? Like, 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 like you don't know. Like, you're not leaving the house. Like, I like, got a job now. Like, like I work. Short, like, nah, nah. And I was like, Mom, like, I want to go stand online with my brother at 2 a.m. for a pair of sneakers. Is that cool? Oh, you were camping out. No, I wanted to camp for these shoes. You wanted to? Yes. You didn't get to? No. Fuck. I was pissed. Jamaican parents. Yeah, Jamaican parents ruined my whole sneaker culture. Sick. So my brother's like, yo, I'm gonna go wait. And then shout out to my brother, my brother Brad. Um, he uh was like telling us that night, he was like, dude, I was like, I think I'm gonna start a retail store. I think I think I have like the the wherewithal and I have some contacts with certain like like developers and on like Los Solis. And keep in mind, if you're from South Florida, Los Solis is a major hub for retail. And at that time, actually, it wasn't as much retail. It was more, like, art galleries. Fashion district also. Yeah, fashion district. And, like, we were trying to cultivate that fashion district. You guys did. Because it wasn't there yet. There's a bunch of, like, yo, welcome to Fort Lauderdale tees and, like, t-shirt stops. Fire! I mean, whatever. But, so, no, you guys stood out. Were, not fire, nigga. Because you were a high-end, high high touristy, like, like, neon shirts. Like, yeah, and, like, like, yeah, like, yeah, that's all it was. Souvenir shops. Yeah, souvenir shops. Like, yeah, but like, you guys stood out because you had drip, like actual drip, shoes, so backpacks, clothes. I'll fast forward. So my brother, he opens a store. Um, it's a fucking hit from day one. Like any, it was weird. Like any Miami Dolphins like player that lives in Fort Lauderdale, which is like all of them, like players would come in the store. It was just, it, we didn't realize that the Fort Lauderdale, like originally the plan of the store was to change the Fort Lauderdale gentleman from being a guy who could wear a suit and tie during the beginning of the day and then put on a pair of like cool slacks right? and some Fuck Jordan your wands. typical Tommy Bahama and shit. We yeah, enjoyed some like wines. That, we wanted to sort of, we wanted to change perspective. Some South that was Beach, our mission. Some was South Beach's own LeBron. Some yeah, South Beach's yeah. own LeBron. Put on your South Beach LeBron, which Bro, I would never wear today. You guys sold me player. the most expensive sneaker ah, ever. Sure did. I bought I know what they were too. Yeah. They were fucking, um, they were the fucking shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The skateboarding shoes. The yeah. flight shoes. Ah, what are they called? They were Falcons. Falcons. Like Justin Bieber used to wear them or some yeah. shit. Back in his like era when he wore like leather joggers and shit. Now Yo, he's like a hippie or whatever. Those shoes like. cost me like. Fucking 400 bucks, but they were like $200 shoes. They were like $100 shoes. They were so expensive, bro. But and I bought day, those shoes with an entire fit and like. Bro, you, you. But if I remember, the reason you stood out, and I, I never even told you this, I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you. I never told you this. You to at that point when I met you, you had spent the most money at our store. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. Like it was crazy. Like we had a thing because, like, I think I mean at the time, I don't know what it was. I don't want to push your business out there, but you spent like a couple racks. I did. You spent a couple racks, right? Fairly, fairly. But at the time, people were coming in like spending a couple, like a a couple hundred at the most. We were so new. People didn't really want to spend a lot but of you money. You guys had a little of everything. We were overcharging for clothes, so people just wanted to buy one. Our friends weren't supporting the way we thought they would. True. So I was like, fuck. Bro, didn't you guys have like a whole modeling team? Like a well, whole so basically team what we had to do was, I'll, I'll give you a little insight. And if you're taking any notes right now. I got my pen. Just give me 10% of whatever we're talking about. We live on the air. So essentially, I had to develop a way for the store to cultivate a bigger audience. Instagram. So, nah, it wasn't just IG though. Oh. It was like, let's throw events. Let's do spoken word poetry. Let's do, um, okay, hey, if you spend, you know, we'll give champagne to all of our customers that are walking in the store. Like, we wanted to treat everybody with a sort of like a boutique, sort of like, 
you know, mom and pop environment. You guys had like a personal meet and greet yeah. every time. With Dude, like we had currency in the store. We had like, you know, we had a bunch of like TDE, like Kendrick Wiz, like a bunch of people came in early, early in the store and early in their career. Anyone that liked streetwear that was a rapper, I wanted to have in the store. And right. then we had a relationship with Revolution where we developed this like contract. Like anybody that performs at your venue, we want to do his meet and greet. Fire. That way, when people would come to the meet and greet, they would also then in turn see the store and be like, yo, let me cop. Let me get drip. I was thinking of all kinds of shit. And then, of course, at that time, don't forget, we're still talking about 2011, 2012. It's Mac Miller. It's Wiz. It's Wale. It's sneaker culture. It's Diamond Supply. It's Hundreds. It's Crooks and Castles. It's like... It's 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 like you're a rapper, early. and also if you're a rapper, you don't know how to make clothes either. True, you people don't even did have not know merch. how to make clothes. They didn't people didn't know yet. they could go to like a fucking t-shirt printing shop and, and start. print a shirt. Right, that was like that was like a wild concept. So those days were literally early hype beasts. Like early hype beasts. It was shit. before hype beasts was a thing. Like right, we were, weren't out then. Kids. We were like, rocking <laughs> SB blazers. Rocking Supreme like it was normal. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. had a bunch of Air Force Ones customs that like yeah. I eventually sold just because right. like I had forgot about the sneaker culture. Bro, I stopped like, caring about all that shit. But that time was like so relevant yeah. because everyone was involved it's, in like it's such a great the trade of kicks and bro, the movement. It was bro, it was L V pouches, it was pow chains, it was like it was graphic tees. It was Yeezy 2s. It was like Platinums. It was like, yo, if you had Yeezy 1s, you were lit. Like, it was any way to stay up on whatever Hypebeast was posting at the time type shit. So, I'm going to be honest. That's like, I first found out about Open Ceremony. Oh, Like, around that time. Around your time. And they closed right now. So well, they're done. They're 2020, they're done. But around your time, well, we're talking, what, 2012, 2013. I found out about... Open ceremony around that time. Facts. And yeah. I would shop online just because yeah. I was like, yo, they got drip too, and I can get it delivered. And also, at that time, keep in mind the consumer, there was no StockX too. So your only options to buy like cool shoes, cool clothes, not even clothes, cool shoes, was the flightclubny.com website right? or Karma Loop, and everybody was off that shit. That yeah, Karma Loop was so fucking funny. Karma Loop and Plunder, Bro. people was off that they shit. They got worn and down. Like Jack Threads, way. people were off that shit by then. Early. People were a bit off that. Like, I didn't want, I don't want to buy like flannel, like weird flannels and G-Shocks anymore. Like, I was kind of, we were graduating to a different type of consumer. Yeah, I started dressing different, like after 2017. No, we, we were transitioning with the, and that's the point of our store. Like, we were also transitioning. Like I remember, there was a sh there's a shop on your on Las Olas like around that time. Yeah, it was a dude. His uh, it's called the Electric Boutique. His name was Yuri. Or yeah, Yuri. Shout to Yuri at Electric Boutique. Too. Literally, I met him when I was in that area, just floating around, spending money and shit. And this Fast. guy gave me a deal on these like boat shoes. They were oh my called, god, I remember the story. They're, they're called Swims. I love those shoes. Shot Swims are from down here, too. Those I, guys are killing it right I now. bought, like, six versions. I'm pretty sure they, like, sponsor, like, a fucking, like, team in, like, the CPL. Like, they're, yeah. they're making, they're getting to the Dude, bank. those shoes in general, like, he... Mad expensive, though. I mean, no, no. They were dumb expensive. At the time... $400 for a boat shoe was dumb expensive. 
I mean, they may have went up now, but at the time that was okay. I got like literally three sets, like a brown, blue, it was like a blue and orange. Type like thing. they were fire, bro. Fire. And at the time, I was like new onto that fashion, so I went from dressing like super hype beast sneakerhead. Then I wanted to wear like more of a loafer and like yeah. chinos. Everybody and just, went like, to Vans after that. Like I feel. I like mean, Vans again. was still my thing. I just had a, always a classic black pair. Always I loved the black yeah. ones. The black ones. Well, with the what bubble. we wanted to do was we wanted to combine skate, surf, men's contemporary, streetwear, whatever you call it. Like we wanted to combine all of it in a very tasteful way. And we were like, yo, what's the best way to do this? And I feel like we were always like kind of just trying to figure it out like. It was kind of one of those things where it's like, even back then, if you were a stylist, you know how hard it was to be a stylist back then. Like, cause every rapper was just a hype beast. Everybody wanted to wear shit that didn't that didn't last. You know what I'm I mean? I'm gonna be honest. I I dated a stylist like around that time, Same. and this was like a girl that actually was like into threading, hand sewing, and like oh she was she doing was it herself, and she, she would get like, a hold of obviously influencers and put them in her work. And it would be for free. You know, so like, in the early days of social media, I would say people were really just like, sharing each other's like content. Like, it wasn't really like, yo, I want to make money off this shit. It's like, yo, let's meet up and do one thing the whole day. I'll tell you, the day it changed for me, the day the game changed, if you really, if we we talking to some shit, and we'll get into what we wanted to talk about earlier off camera, the day, the day the fashion game changed when the ASAP Rocky Peso video came out. Oh man. ASAP Rocky Peso. I'm gonna be honest. That changed I showed my brother and like we like we were like, yo, what is this? Like it's I don't care. I'm I'm mad enough to say that really changed my whole perspective. I gotta be honest, I got I gotta just really say something right now. I'm not saying that ASAP Rocky doesn't have influence. Peso video though, not ASAP Rocky. Alright, that video itself was just not something that was my vibe. Like, it didn't float to me. Like, I thought he was trying to be like Joey, like, more so than anything. Like, you know what's crazy? He was mentioning brands that I didn't even know about back in the day. Granted, we're we're in a different spectrum of fashion. So I don't know about the Rick Owens, the Rafts, the, you know what I mean? The Anna Mula Meesters. Jeremy I don't, I, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's wearing Jeremy Scott Adidas. I'm like, yo, I was like, when did those drop? I was like... I, the wings, the, the the fucking panda bear, like, I didn't... Yeah, I mean... I was like, yo, what is this shit? Let me say this. I honestly was never a fan of Jeremy Scott either. Wow. Even yo, when... Air horn, okay? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, bug it. <laughs> yo, mom, yo, yo, stop. It's just me, baby. Nah, 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 I'm gonna be honest. Let me... Wow. Let me, you were never feeling the Jeremy let Scott? Let me talk my That's shit. That's a bar. That's a bar. So, Jeremy Scott, to me was never actually someone that was influential. Like, it seemed okay. like he capitalized off of the look and putting mm. certain artists in his work because he had the platform. I feel what you're saying. I, I just have to be saying. honest. Like, especially... I want to say you're wrong. I respect what you're saying. Forgive me. I want to say you're wrong only because he was doing really gaudy gold jewelry early on mm. before, like, the Run DMCs. Like, whatever's cool right now, big Cuban chains, like, he's been doing that. And right. he did, like, all gold fish. So, there's articles out there of him actually copying all of that style from Nigo and Pharrell. Okay. Everything, that, everything that. that he created from his early ice cream age and then on was 
Jeremy Scott's like influence, fucking likeness. He wanted to be everything like Pharrell at that time. I don't even know where Jeremy Scott came from. I'm gonna be honest. Jeremy Scott came from, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's from Long Island. Don't quote me. Um, I watched a, I watched a doc on him. Bro, he's from like the bro. He's from the school of like Alexander Wang. Like I'm pretty sure he went to Parsons. I'm pretty sure like he tried to do some show. He's done mad shows that failed in Paris. But yes, he's one of those guys that got a got a leg up in the industry, had gotten a helping hand, and they were like, "Hey, come, come be our protege." It's not like that. So he's you know? he's in a sense like a, to me, like I'm not saying anything wrong about this particular person either, but Heron Preston, he gives oh, me yeah. very Heron Preston vibes. Yeah, we get into it now. Like his work is always to it. capitalize on it. the current. Yo, like, my son did a collab. My son did a collection. Heron. Heron. But the people that, uh, forgive me for not knowing the acronym, but the people that pick up the garbage in New York, mm-hmm. he did like this whole collab of like crossing guard outfits. Okay. Which is like neon orange and green. That's typical. It's just like he rides a lot of waves. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Virgil. Like, I'm never mad at Off White. I'm never mad at Fear God. I'm but never mad at this cool, like, Amiri, like, these trendy brands. Let's do this. I'm never so let, mad we gotta give Virgil a break, though, because at the end of the day, Virgil birthed guys like Heron. I mean, you know what I mean? Like they were in the they were in the group together. Ben Trill, Heron, him, and another person. It was three dudes. What do you think about a guy like Taz Arnold, who decided, "Yo, I'm gonna charge you stupid niggas four hundred dollars for the snapback." That's been mad worn and shit. He reminds me of a Don C. Like that's just what Don, Don C did, but I'm saying Don C copying put, Taz Don C Arnold. put the snakeskin on the snapback and decided, which was fake snakeskin, which wasn't real. What and Python, decided, Python, Python snakeskin, which was also fake. Doesn't matter what it was. <laughs> Decided to charge me. I copped it. I copped it too. I copped one. I had a Bulls one. Six hundred dollars. Wore that shit one time in a Facebook post. I said never. I mean, again. I, 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 I couldn't. So I couldn't dumb. wear it. I wanted anywhere. to be Big Sean and like Chris Brown and like that. I two couldn't wear those so hats bad. anywhere. Like anything I copped from Don was too luxurious to be worn around my friends. That's a big fact. It just felt. What like I'm that. saying is that whole like that whole lineage of. Travis Scott, Taz Arnold, early Virgil, early Virgil with Virgil hats, which I still have in my closet right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole lineage, everybody's doing fairly well. If we're just being respectful of everybody, well, right, doing what, well is like. What about Taz Arnold? Taz Arnold, I don't know. I, I don't think, see him. You know, as often. I'm gonna come clean. I think ta- if you, if I'm being real, he fell back. If I'm being real, I think he fell back. I think the industry rubbed him the wrong way. Yeah, I think Taz Arnold saw, got his lick. Cause let's count. Let's 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 keep everything a thousand. He made millions off those hats, off of hats that were literally restructured from eBay. Like they were old, they were old New Era hats that he mm-hmm. took and embroidered his name on it and and upcharged it. They were used hats. I remember getting my hat in the mail from Teza.com and there was like yellow stains in it. Like they're typical, old. typical. They're used hats, just like it just is. like Virgil got rugby, uh, polo flannels and yeah. put off white on the back. And everybody got hype. I mean, I wasn't really a fan of early Virgil. I really more so like his recent, like, right now. Like, yeah, you know, him I with mean, the Louis Vuitton, like, creative shout to him. He don't know how to design cover art for albums, but... Yeah, that's... Yeah, <laughs> what was that about with him and Pop? Like, I think he's... He's like, yo, Pop would have loved this. Nigga, Pop snuff you if you saw this Right? Personally. Like, <laughs> yo, person. rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Out of here, just one platinum. R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Shout out to the Wu. But let's give him. Let's give Virgil some credit. Virgil didn't do that. Someone else did it. Because if he would have done facts, it, facts. he would have took. But if I'm Virgil and I'm putting my stamp on not only probably the most beloved artist in New York, 
He just recently passed away. Super tragic. Let me do this right. I don't care if my intern did it. I don't care if like some new girl I'm fucking was like, hey, hey, let me get a let me get a crack at it. No, like I want to make sure this is done right. True. And you literally took a pop smoke photo at your fashion show in your clothes, cut off his earlobes, and put some mad diamonds around it. It looked trash. Yeah, I think he just trash. didn't do that. Like he probably had someone on his creative team that just put something together, and they didn't have any direction. You know, that's a photo from him in his at his fashion show, which is also super corny. It's like you're trying to put yourself in. in the yeah, he uh, he fumbled. He fumbled on that one. Fumbled it. So I think we jumped around like a ton. Yeah, definitely. We did cover it's like how one, we guys. met. Like, give us a break. <laughs> uh, we covered how we met. Let's talk about our plans for the rest of this evening. What are we gonna do? The rest yeah. of this evening, I mean, I'm probably gonna. I don't know. It's not much, dude. COVID is has transformed. I mean, you know, just to make uh, not to get too deep, but it just transformed my thinking on like going out. Like back in the day, going out was like for us. It was, like, clubs, uh, festivals, bars, like, being around, like, a lot of people, like, and I feel like even when this COVID shit ends, whether it ends this year or next year or never, I don't know if I ever want to really put myself in that position. It's probably subconsciously because, like, I don't want to be around a lot of people right now. I love good kickbacks when we're just chilling, smoking, whatever. Like, I, lo- I thrive in those energies. Yeah. I don't know if I ever want to go back to, like, live and, like, fucking sit at a table full of bunch of girls I don't know that don't care if I'm there or not. Yeah, you know... I don't know if I ever want to do that again. Like, the corona whole pandemic just... Am I weird for that, though? Like Absolutely not. You have 100% every right to be the way you are about that particular topic, and that's okay. Like, there are other people that share that in common with you, and I am half one of them. I'm not 100% through with, like, everything that you said. Yeah. I don't really care for the corona as much, just personally, because I just... Don't, I, I don't really believe that this virus just came out of nowhere and it's just getting everyone sick. Like, Well, I'll tell you something. It's fast-forwarded a lot of ailments that some family members that, that I have. So it hit a little home for me just because, like, you know, not to get put my parents' business out of my mom and my dad have some friends that have that have passed away untimely during to due to this uh, oh wow this, this fucking disease. Maybe and I, it's should, like, I should take it more seriously. No, it's not even that. It's like, it's just... It's whatever people are currently dealing with at the time, it's speeding up whatever ailments they have. So if they have diabetes or if they have something else, it's just creating a timeline a little bit quicker than they would have expected. So uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually give a moment of silence for all the people and all the cases out there. Great. Cheers. cheers and to let's cheers to that because yep. we've been having a little party back here behind the scenes. A couple white claws, not a big deal. Usual. <laughs> Shouts uh, shout to White Claw. Give us the... Uh, we actually went strong for an hour just now. We kicked it, and I think we're gonna close out episode ten. Dude, this has been this has been an awesome experience. I gotta I gotta I gotta get my shit off for a second, man. Uh, Three a.m. I don't know if we're allowed to say your government on here, but uh, is is an amazing soul, and he's he's creating a platform and invited me here, which I think is really special, and I'm I'm humbled and excited that he, you know, if I'm here again, cool. If not, it's super cool. We're your number one fans over there, me and Shorty, and uh, I hope you. I wish nothing for the best for you. You know, what I mean? you know it's crazy. I had this conversation with Blake like before today. I was like, "Yo, I want to have you on for number ten. 
Yeah, I thought you were. I thought I thought we was like drunk talk. I thought we were like just kicking it, drinking. Obviously, you know the nineteen forty two was being poured. I was like, all right. This that's what everyone like <laughs> is is prone to thinking now. Like, yo, after I hang out with some people, I don't know if everything anything we established was that's real. That's just that's me. That's the L A guy. No, that's like, like that. everyone. Like that's even me too. Like I have that Facts. that kind of like anxiety. Like, yo, is that even real? Like, am I going am I through? Really gonna get hit up? You know tomorrow? what I mean? Like, uh, it's real shit. Like, and we, and naturally. We're also at fault because we've curved people that are like, yo, let's right. kick it tomorrow, right? And you purposely... Me, yeah, sure, dog. Get the fuck out. Like, Don't have any interest. Like it's 4 a.m. Like, my girl's sleep. Like, like yo, time, to, I got time to go, G. Other like, plans. Yeah. I can show up when I wake up, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I'm 100% more about my word than I even think I am. Like, I, I say something, be. I say something, and it just... Even without me knowing that it's happening, it is happening. Like right. I, I hit you up a few days ago, just like, "Yo, dude, what's up?" Like, just like we hit each other, and it's crazy. Listen, it's COVID. My phone off. We don't have to. <laughs> we, no, listen, listen. My phone is off. <laughs> it's off. Like literally dead. People are like, "Yo, why aren't you answering?" Because it's off. Like I'm not. I on turn it. my phone on to hit you up and be like, "Yo, you good?" Even if we're not doing nothing tonight, I'm right. like, yo, you want to watch the game, playoffs, NBA, blah, blah, blah. Like, I hit you on some just, like, mad normals just to make sure, like, you're good. And, like, that's, like, the cool guy way of checking in on your strong friends because we know 3am the strongest friend I got. But hey. that's, like, the cool guy way to check up on your friends. And it's, like, I want to just make sure you're cool. Like, you know, I'm checking in on the homies. Like, we don't always got to party. We don't always got to be lit. We don't always have to be at the spot in order to talk to our friends. And I feel like as men, we kind of got to get away from that. It's cool to be like, yo, you good, bro? And I feel like, a, no, I, and I'm not saying anything to anybody. No one's done that for me. Right. Other than maybe you and a handful of people, but like not the people I thought would, you know? Mm -hmm. So Very not, to, deep. not to get too deep. No, I, I, check I up on your strong friends. You I respect know? that. Check I really do. Friends. So that's why I consciously was still pushing to like, yo, I have to have him on. Like I'm hitting him up. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we. I'm glad we made it happen. Our schedules collided, and, and it worked. It's Saturday night. It's you know we're chilling. We're having a couple, a couple drinks, and we're hanging out. And this is what it should be. Right, but like, this is one for the books. Like I said, yeah, I, I said is, I wanted you on. I don't, for I don't even 10. post on IG. If anybody looks at my IG, you'll see I've posted in like four years. But I'm, I'm on it. I'm active. Like I'm, I'm gonna post this. I'm gonna post this one. And like I think this is. Yeah, like, you do. You get your young Sinatra picture up right now. Yeah, I look. I, like, uh, I got the young Sinatra photo up right now. But, Abby. Yeah, but like you know, like it's a good way to like let people know what I've been doing the last couple of years. I know people have kind of been wondering like, oh, is he okay? Like where is he at? Like. I'm worried about him. Like, I'm good. Like, I've been good. I just fell back off social media. I wanted to do my own thing. I kind of just didn't want to, like, just be in, like, people's face like that. And I also, you know what's so funny? Someone told me at a party once, like, yo, like, if you, the people who care about you will reach out. And if, like, don't post a photo for, like, one month and see who texts you. And, like, I po didn't post a photo for one month. One whole month, which was, like, weird back in the day, right? Yeah. Which is weird today, still, which is also really weird. It's not... So I didn't post a photo for a month. A couple people reached out. I was like, okay. This experiment's working so far. Didn't post for, like, three months. Oh, shit. And I was like, okay, this is crazy. Like, I still got to market my clothing brand. I still got to do my thing. I'm trying to model back in the day, and I'm not trying to model anymore. Right. Didn't post for six months. Didn't post for a year. And I was like, this is wild. Everything this guy told me about not posting on social media has come to fruition. Powerful. Which is wild. 
And I was pissed. I was like, no, I'm going to show. I'm not going to post for three years. Oh. And here we are five years later. I haven't posted a photo in five years. Like, people don't know what I look like. And here's the thing. I'm out. I'm out a lot. So, like, you know what I look like. Yeah. If you care about me. If you know who I am. You know what I look like. You know how I am. I, some people are like, yo, it's kid dead. Like, people are like, RIP on my photos. Like, oh my I'm like, God. dude, I'm fine. Like, I just don't care to interact with you fucking niggas. Like, that's insane. So, and like, I don't know. Like, I feel different. I'm in a different space in my life right now. So, like, you know, we'll see. Maybe now I might want to maybe bring some people in and do some content and hang out with you more. And, like, you know, right. Respectable. I like that a lot. And it's like, only people, only good people can bring me out of that. All right. So, let's just drop this fact real quick. Like, people don't know, but uh, the video that me and my brother MAR put out on your own, we shot that at Blake's. Oh, yeah, Shorty's crib. We shot that. Fun night. I was lit that night. Right? Like, didn't I come in and I'm just like, yo, we're shooting a video. And you're just like, all right, shoot a video. We shot a video all up and down. Red camera came through, like, during quarantine. We shot a video all up and down. And just like, we're like, yo, I'm going to post a video. I'll send it to you. And I edited it all myself. I was like, I'm going to post a video. I'll send it to you in like three days. Yeah, no, it was a great video. Yeah, that was a fire time. We had a blast. That's, that's our organic shit. Like all these like super like Hollywood blockbuster music videos, just corny to me. I like what we just did right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that resonates with me. So, all right, guys. So that is episode ten. All into the spectrum. The yes, podcast. Sir. Thank you, Blake, for coming through. Yes, my sir, guest he- this week. And I will see you guys next week. Who knows who's gonna be on it? All into the spectrum. Spectrum gang. We out.